Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, Jenner Griswold's National Lampoon's political vacation. I had to. I had to. She's a Griswold. Jenna Griswold uh, issued out a statement. We'll play the audio tomorrow, but she was basically like, it would be repressive if Trump was allowed on the ballot. Oh, my God. And I'm like, do you even listen to yourself? What do you mean to be repressive to allow someone on the ballot? Isn't it repressive? Like, isn't the definition of repressive to not let them on the ballot? Is it possible that you're so stupid that you think people going to cast their vote, seeing orange man bad on the ballot, get scared, set their hair on fire, run out of the voting booth and don't vote at all? Is it just mere presence on the ballot that's oppressive? To say, what are you talking about? But that got me and Jazzy talking and Jazzy was like, I don't know. what. Why haven't they ruled? And I'm like, I don't know. Don't you think, though, Jazzy, that in a way it's somewhat repressive the longer the Supreme Court takes? Definitely, right? I mean, now, you know, in that news report, they're talking about the ballots going out and if they're going to count or not. Yeah. Which is the great question because they haven't ruled yet on it. So if let's say let's say my wife, who is a Republican, were to vote for Donald Trump, hypothetically, um, then her vote gets thrown out because the Supreme Court shockingly might rule the other way. Now, there's no pundit out there, not even on the left, that thinks the Supreme That's what's funny about this whole thing, right, is like Jenna Griswold is being mocked almost unanimously, except for the crazy crackpots that think like her that's like 2% of the country. But the rest of the country is like, <laughs> there's no way the Supreme Court rules in your favor. But. They haven't ruled yet, which means the possibility, ever how slight, remains that they could rule in favor of Griswold and the National Lampoon's political vacation. Ah, geez, that would be an upside-down world, wouldn't it? Anyway, um, that got me to thinking about the whole, uh, do these people listen to themselves? Because then we have the soundbite from Joe Biden discovering shrinkflation. Super Bowl Sunday. If you're anything like me, you like to be surrounded by a snack or two while watching the big game. You know, when buying snacks for the game, you might have noticed one thing. Sports drinks bottles are smaller. A bag of chips has fewer chips, but they're still charging it just as much. And as an ice cream lover, what makes me the most angry is that ice cream cartons have actually shrunk in size, but not in price. I've had enough of what they call shrinkflation. It's a ripoff. Some companies are trying to pull a fast one by shrinking the products little by little and hoping you won't notice. Give me a break. The American public is tired of being played for suckers. I'm calling on companies to put a stop to this. (laughs) Okay. All right, Gramps. 
Appreciate it, bro. And then there's Mike Johnson. The second is we will start to have to greenlight a set of hard decisions about budget reductions across the city to meet those costs that we know will continue to arrive. Um, we want to talk about two of those today. While they're the first steps, they unfortunately will not be the last and may not be the hardest. Um, uh, this is a plan for shared sacrifice. And so in terms of our first step on city cuts, um, we are announcing today we will make some changes both uh, – uh, to our services at DMV and to our services on Parks and Rec. Okay. I'm here to right. talk a little bit uh, about see, that's the, the green button that I pushed. It's, it's loop. I put it on loop. I don't know why it keeps doing that. Anyway, so there's a reason I strung these three things together. Topic one being uh, Griswold and the National Lampoon's political vacation and then stupid Biden suddenly realizing something that all of America has been dealing with for years and then Mayor uh, Johnston basically um, sitting around thinking that uh, that that he's going to prioritize illegal immigrants over the taxpayers, okay? These three things. Can I get real with you for a second? Like, I mean, seriously, you, me. Can I get real with you? I, I really, this is something that as a talk show host I struggle with. I'm just being really, like, vulnerable here for a minute. <laughs> trying to explain. So... One of the hardest parts of my job lately, Super Shoe and I were talking about this. When I started in this business 20 years ago, uh, it was kind of hard to find really good topics to talk about because everything was, obviously, the internet wasn't as robust. And frankly, the news cycle just wasn't what it is today. So you would always be trying to find that hook story that you could spend 20 minutes talking about. Like, how am I going to, what am I going to talk about today? Now, I literally can't decide sometimes until I I will I'm prepared for just about anything but I won't decide what I'm actually going to start discussing at the top of the show until four or five minutes before the show starts because there's that much stuff but that's not the hard part of my job that's that's actually a nice position to be in you're like well what do I want to talk about today the part because it what matters to me the most is that I'm talking about things that matter to you Okay, but there's so much happening that matters to you that I can't go wrong with it. it. Like it doesn't matter. You pick, you know, shrinkflation. Yeah, it matters to you. You know, gas prices. Yeah, it matters to you. Guns. Yeah, it matters to you. So I don't have to worry about that. The hardest part of my job right now is trying to decide what the motives are behind what's being done to you. Does that make sense? Because there's only when we talk about Jenna Griswold saying things like. Uh, to leave Trump on the ballot would be repressive. Or Joe Biden pretending that he didn't have anything to do with inflation. Or Mike Johnston coming out in front of the taxpayers of Denver, looking them in an eye in the eye with a straight face and telling him telling them you may not be able to get your driver's license renewed on time. Because illegal immigrants take precedence over you. There are only two possible outcomes, or I should say motives, behind these stupid moves. Because they're all stupid if your worldview is one that approaches common sense with value. 
right? Like we value if your if your worldview is we value common sense, and if your worldview is that we take responsibility seriously, and if your worldview is that there's a right and there's a wrong, and that there's a right way to do things and a wrong way to do things, if that's your worldview, there's only two potential motives behind the decisions being made from our local government to our state government to our federal government, and those two potential motives are one a the people that are making the decisions are genuinely stupid people. Or B, they know what they're doing. They know it's wrong per this worldview. And their worldview is different. And so they're doing it on purpose. That's the hardest part of my job. Like, I kid, I kid you not, because I listen to these sound bites, and my, my nature is, you've known me for a while, Jazzy. I'm a pretty friendly guy, right? I talk to everybody. I love everybody. I love my dogs more, but I love everybody, right? You've known me for a while. Yeah, the only person you mean to is Kel-Kel. Well, Kel-Kel deserves it. That's true, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> she's leaning but in. You're nice, she's yeah. leaning into the mic like she was about to. She was about to say you're nice, and now she's like, nope, I'm not saying you're nice. <laughs> we love Kel Kel. I'm a pretty nice person. So I my disposition in life is typically to assume best intentions. It's typically to take people at their word. It's typically but what I'm what's making me cynical as a talk show host and and I I'm just look I said I'm just being vulnerable with you as a listener. It's like I literally do I'm being very honest. I actually struggle with this. Because I think the answer is a combination of both, right? There are some people in positions of power that are just rock stupid. But we elect them because in some places the voters are rock stupid. Or at least the majority, a slight majority, just enough of a majority of the voters are that stupid, right? Like there's that. And I think there's some others that they literally do know what they're doing. And and I think the reason why I struggle with this is because I think the motive matters. Don't you? I don't don't you think the motive matters? So in other words, what we're looking at here, and I think this is this is kind of the whole point that I wanted to make with this. Mayor Mike Johnston is going to put illegal immigrants ahead of you, the taxpayer, which means that our parks and recreation facilities will fall into disrepair. Um, We may have to cut jobs in that area. These are all things you pay taxes for. And the DMV, which is an important service that um, you have to uh, partake of. And you don't have a choice, right? Like if you don't put your new sticker on your license, then you could get pulled over and ticketed. And if you don't pay that, then you wouldn't be able to register it next year. I mean, there's real world consequences to real people if you don't do what the DMV tells you to do. And we're going to cut those services to make it far less convenient for the average Denverite to be able to partake of those services, which they absolutely must partake of. And we're going to do it because Mayor Johnston just can't see the forest for the trees. And I, I'm honestly, I'm, I hesitate to assign malevolent motives to the man. But is there no one in his ear telling him how boneheaded this is? Is there no one in his ear telling him that this this is this doesn't fly or or am I just completely missing 
the demographical boat here, and the reality is there are enough taxpayers in Denver that just don't care. Because that could that's also a possibility in this, right? Where do you come down on this? Five seven seven three nine five seven seven three nine. I believe that we could use a lot less government, and part of this, part of this silliness with you know President Biden being clearly not capable of running the government and it's like well we're still here so that shows that maybe we don't need as much government as as we have and if and maybe 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 we don't need as much DMV and parks and recreation as we have I don't I'm just saying at the end of the day I always err towards smaller government but the bottom line is it seems to me that the taxpayer always gets put at the back of the line and by that I mean most of your money that comes in goes to projects and programs that are for people that didn't pay into the system and way at the back of that line are the things that you thought you were paying taxes for in the first place and that would be safe roads and safe bridges and safe infrastructure reliable power systems um reliable and 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 responsive public safety officials quick responses from the police time uh police that are uh, staffed well enough and police that are trained well enough to be able to actually do the job of responding to emergencies uh, district attorneys that actually prosecute crime these are the things we pay our taxes for right these are the things that we pay our taxes for to have these basic senses that when we get up in the morning and we get in our car and we go to work, we'll be safe for the most part. We can, for the most part, count on arriving there safely. We can, for the most part, account on being safe while we're there. And we can, for the most part, account on the fact that we'll be safe when we're at home for the most part, right? Nothing is 100%. But the, this is the deal that the, that, the, that the people who are governed by, the cons- by their own consent, right? We're governed by our consent. The consent of the governed. This is the deal we thought we had. The deal we thought we had was that we got these things first and then the other stuff was just gravy. And in a well-oiled society where productivity, hard work, innovation, ambition are rightly rewarded, there will be enough prosperity that we can actually go and function on some of those levels and provide some of those programs. But in a system where all of those other things are put first, you're telling me that the mayor has no intention of cutting some of the social programs that the city has before he cuts the key programs that you and I rely on for safety And that brings me back to that question. What is the motive? And I think in this situation, the motive matters. Because this is an egregious violation of the deal, the the agreement that we have with our government. Let me ask you a question. If you're a small business owner, why should you bother to pay for your permit? Why should you bother to check in with regulators? Why should you bother to obey the rules? Criminals 
smoking dope out front of your entrance to your business and nobody does anything. Homeless people peeing and pooping on your property at your business and nobody does anything. But you have to obey the rules. You have to pay the zoning fees and the permitting fees and go to the right regulators and make sure all your I's are dotted and all your T's are crossed and that you're selling only things that can be sold and nothing that can't be sold. By God, you better not be selling any flavored tobacco. You obey the rules and you'd better. But a group of people come here illegally, violating the law, And the money that you pay in for all the stuff that you thought was just kind of making sure your business was safe, making sure there was enough police, there was enough safety, the sidewalks weren't cracked, there were parking spaces, the traffic flow and the roads in and around could get people to your business. You thought that was the deal. You thought that's why I'm paying for these regulators. I'm paying these fines. I'm paying these fees. I'm paying these, these, the, these permits. I'm paying all this stuff because I get that in return, and you get none of that in return? It makes me, I guess, again, I, I want to respect these people. I do. But I have to know that they're respectable. I have to know that there's intellectual thought being put into stuff like 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 what should we cut and what can we cut while protecting the interest of the taxpayers and that doesn't seem to have been part of the discussion here Leland please correct me if I'm wrong but isn't the DMV a Colorado state function if so how does Mayor Johnson control those offices that's a really good question Um, I know that it's a state function but I believe it's also a county function and so the county has some say in who staffs it, in what hours they're open. So there's a set of fundamental rules that we all have to abide by, but the various counties can set up different systems for who's there when and how and all that kind of stuff, right? That's my understanding. It could be wrong, but that's that's what I'm saying. Um, Leland, he is cutting services at DMV. So how many added illegal immigrants will be driving the streets of Denver without licenses, insurance, updated license plates, and tags? Did you see that video on Twitter of there was a guy interviewing some of the illegal immigrants, and they were telling him straight up, yeah, we bought a car. And he was like, do you have a license? They're like, no. Do you have the paperwork on it? No. They're driving around in a car with no insurance and no paperwork. Fox 31 actually ran a story this morning. I, yeah. What you're saying on that, if they were talking about, because they came out and made a statement about if you sell your car right. to an illegal immigrant, and they've <laughs> come out now and said that you're not responsible for the car if you sell it to them. Wow. Wow. I mean, obviously, it's not my place if somebody comes to buy me a car to check their citizen papers, right? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Again, 630 How Denver's talk station. Super excited to be joined by Charles and Doug. They are both from the cruiseandtour.com. Uh, or I would rather you go to travelwithleland.com. Travel with Leland. Charles, man, welcome, dude. It's good to see you in person. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Appreciate um, it. You just came over from uh, Mandy's office across the hall. Now, see, you got to understand the way this works. Mandy is in the mansion on KOA. We are in the trailer park, the Mountain Vista trailer park. We're in the double wide. How do you like our double wide? It's well, pretty nice, right? We got big screen TVs. We're good. It's nice. And I will have to, I have to say, when I started working with Mandy, I think back in 2015, she was in the double wide. And uh, <laughs> Ross, when I started working with him, he was in the double wide. So I, I got to say, I, I like your uh, your trajectory here. Yeah. We, well, we, we're just expanding it. We're putting it up on blocks. We're getting, you know, we've, we've got a new grill. Everything is good no i'm super excited uh you and i were just talking about this trip that we're taking in august we're going to be um in the mediterranean from august 8th through the 18th a 10-day trip we're bringing listeners along um i understand it's pretty full but we might be able to squeeze one or two more folks in let's talk about this this trip because i am so excited about this my wife and i sat down it's our 20th year of marriage our 20th anniversary will be next january and we we always try to do something epic Right when we're trying to make a memory, a big milestone, something like that. And when you guys came into the picture, we were like, this would be epic if we took some listeners on a trip to the Mediterranean, which is on our bucket list. And uh, so we're super excited about this. This is going to be a fun, fun trip. This is uh, this is an incredible trip. And it's it's honestly, it's my kind of travel here. You are hitting some of the world's great cities uh you're you're cruising you know the riviera you're 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 seeing a ton of europe but you're doing it in style uh on celebrity on a brand new ship uh this is kind of like those best of both worlds where you get to experience a destination by day and by night you get to have world class cuisine uh, you get to have insanely uh great vegas style entertainment i mean it is really is uh i i'm excited for you that, like honestly this is the type of trip that i would go on myself personally so we we're gonna we're gonna fly into Rome and then we have like it's it's kind of like special access to the Colosseum. I've said this like a thousand times and I'm so fascinated by this. We don't have to wait in the line, most of the tourists have to wait in. Yeah. So we get to see this place in a way that's gonna be much more efficient and we're not gonna we're 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 not gonna feel like everybody that has to stand in line for eight hours just to get in and see the Mona Lisa from, you know, fifty feet back, you know, that kind of stuff. I I'm excited about that. I've wanted to see Rome and the Colosseum for a long time. It's yeah, it is. I, I've seen it uh, from the outside many times on different tours, and I finally got the chance to go inside. And uh, it's hard to comprehend. Yeah, it's, it's it's hard to comprehend when you're standing in the footsteps of history. I, I want to talk more about the trip itself in a minute, but I, I want to kind of quiz you on how you do what you do, right? Because sure. you guys have a reputation for being the best in the business when it comes to planning vacations for people, and I, I think. You know, when we talk about our very discerning audience and um, the fact that people that are choosing to come on this trip with my wife and I are choosing to spend their hard-earned money, and it's a great price, by the way, um, but it's their hard-earned money on an, an, a vacation that has a lot of moving parts. I'm fascinated with how you guys have such a reputation for doing it, not only smoothly, but spectacularly. What's your day-to-day like, man? 
Well, how do you, I mean, you you got to be dealing with trips that are probably getting ready to be underway. I mean, what what is your day to day like? The day to day is um, fortunately we've got a lot of very uh, impressive people, you know, that know um, the operations of the trip, how to build the trip, all, all of the details. So we have a lot of great people, but you know. When you mentioned what the trip is like, I think my mom started this company in 1975, and the thing that she impressed upon me uh, was, one, the passion that she had for showing people the world. And her mm. vision for who who was traveling with her was that this was their one trip they would – this is the only trip they'd ever go on in their whole life. And they right. were this was their crowning achievement. This was their life goal, and she took – everything and my dad eventually started working for the company they took it so serious seriously enough where they literally went on every single trip to not only sell you a trip but then to go on it with the group of people mm -hmm. and personally oversee every piece yeah, you guys are coming with us like you not you personally because you've got other stuff but you guys are coming with us on this trip to make sure that everything goes smooth. Of course, yeah. We, uh, yeah. Uh, your guide's name is Anna Maria. Yeah. And I know that because she personally took me to the Coliseum in Rome. Uh, we've worked with her for over a decade. Uh, yeah. She is the – so if you're going to Italy, you're going to the Mediterranean, she's the, she knows how to do it. And yeah. so it's that it's that you know that kind of peace of mind knowing that, hey, what – you know, a lot of travelists – we were talking about this earlier. Travel can be stressful. You yeah, know, and, yeah. and like, what if this doesn't happen or if the, what if I miss the boat, God forbid, or, you know, if uh, the bus doesn't show up <laughs> or whatever, uh, you don't want to miss the boat. Bad idea. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it's having all of those types of things taken care of um, so that you can transform into the best version of yourself and truly just be in the moment and enjoy yeah. the experience that you paid your hard earned money for. Yeah. How do you choose somebody for that position? I used to work in events. Um, and in events management and we had some really big events that were broadcast globally and you know multiple working cities and stuff and i remember how fun it was leading up to the event and handling all the stuff but everything was problem solving like this right yep. you got to have special people because of exactly what we said there's going to be you know a number of people on the trip there's a number of different stops there's a number of different functions you know, maybe not all of us can swim as well as the other. So if we do miss the boat, we won't be able to catch up to it. Right. So how do you how do you choose those guides, those people that go along on the trip to make sure everything works? Uh, 50 years of being in the industry. When you find the good ones, you pay them. You pay them more than the other companies. Right. Because honestly, <laughs> that's, that's a great point. That's I the only it. thing you can do is like you're you're staking your reputation on them and yep. them them to, you know, delivering the experience. And so once you get the good ones, you you just you keep them yeah. and and they have to be this combination of which a lot of people it's a tough trait of being logistically savvy so yeah. like understanding all the moving parts and incredibly charismatic and knowing how to take a group of travelers and and make sure they have a super good time together yeah. so yeah once you find the the gems you you keep them well i'm not joking when i said this when you and i first talked i sensed the passion you mentioned like why your mom started the business and the passion for showing people the world um, I grew up traveling. Um, my parents are missionaries. We traveled all over the country doing fundraisers for the mission, going on different mission trips and stuff and like that. So I grew up seeing the world, so to speak. Um, and so I, I get that passion. And you can ask my wife. I get restless after about three days at home. I'm like, I need to go somewhere. I got to go somewhere. Um, and I could sense your passion for this. And I've done other trips before, and they were they were great. But I can sense there's like a whole different level with the way you guys put these on. And when I talk to Mandy as well, she's like, you will not believe. And everything I've experienced so far has been on par with 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 that initial meeting of just this incredible passion for helping people have a memory. And these memories matter, man. 
I mean, that's why my wife and I do the epic thing, right? It's something we will remember the rest of our life. And uh, that's that's awesome. I'm so excited. Yeah. You know, it's um, the memory is the most important part. And if mm-hmm. you, what you remember is disorganized chaos, that's, you know, right. we're obviously never traveling with us again. But mm-hmm. we have a unique business model where we partner with you. And mm-hmm. you have a lot of loyal listeners who really, um, you know, take what you say to heart. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we take that to heart as well and why these partnerships are are so successful. But, you know, on this trip, um, you're going to have a memory that I, I specifically have in my head, and it's uh, visiting uh, the Sagrada Familia in, yeah, uh, about this. in, in, in Barcelona. And, um, you know, I, I'll have to show you a photo of this after, but like when you're staring, at the, it just, it doesn't seem possible what was created by Gaudi there. And it's, mm-hmm. it's not even finished. They were supposed to finish it in 2026. It's now delayed till 2020 or 20. 2040, I think, you know, it's, it's one of the world's great masterpieces, but, you know, sitting there, I remember staring at the ceiling and they have these stained glass windows that are red and blue and green. And they, they, the, based on when the sun shines at a certain part of the day, it lights up parts of this temple and like looking up at these crazy columns that are like, it looks like upside down trees, like supporting oh, wow. this, this it's, it's moments like that where I remember just standing there staring up. And then I remember looking to my right to my uh, a client and she's got tears pouring down her face. Like wow. it just, you know, like that right there is, you know, to me, I grew up traveling as well. Yeah. And my memories are not about the things that I had, but the places that I yeah. went and the people yeah. I went with. Yeah. And, you know, so we've always tried to keep that at top of mind is like what we are selling is, incredible experiences yeah and um you know so yeah it's 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 powerful we're passionate about it uh and i can sense your passion as well you know well i i don't know if i don't know about all the other people that have signed up for this trip and there's quite a few of them but um my wife and i have already spent probably one night a week we will sit down and talk about you know when we're here we want to do this like we're already talking about we're gonna we're not gonna cheat on our diet at all for like 30 days because when we get to italy we're gonna eat like crazy those people are gonna be like what are those americans doing they ate all the pizza like we're we're all in on this stuff and it's kind of fun half the fun is saying this trip is six months away but we're already we've already scoped out the ship the ship man we we've already started looking at like where oh this will be where you know that kind of stuff is fun to do it's a blast it makes it that much more meaningful the the ship is a masterpiece yeah. uh, it's designed to be kind of the anti-cruise ship where it has lots of it's more of like a boutique style uh ship so yeah. uh two to one um for every two passengers there's one crew member there mm. you know so think about the level of service that you're going to get you get to the point where you arrive at a bar and the bartender knows exactly what you want already yeah. uh, or if you want to you know, have a, you know, a really nice upscale dinner, um, you know, with, you know, steak and this and that, like, yeah, you can do that. Or you can go out and, you know, party it up and have a good time and go to the pizza, you know, have some pizza. It's really, you know, you're or not going to find if you want it. to, you can go to the buffet. And, and it's, <laughs> the thing is like, you know, I, my mom used to, you know, have a, a very less than endearing term for the buffet. Yeah. <laughs> It, it's. I mean, if you they've they've changed that so that you can go to like places of the world. So if you right. want to go get some really great Indian food, they have a section for that. And guess what? It's being made by you know folks from India. Wow, if you want to go awesome. to the Asian section of the buffet, like you're going to get really authentic food as well. So they've they've reinvented everything about I love the, it. the experience. There. That's awesome. I'm going to keep you guys around for a second. We're going to run through the itinerary when we continue. Um, just to kind of make sure people know, and then we want to let people know how they can, if they would like, 
to still join the trip. I know you guys were able to wrangle a couple of extra spots. So um, we will uh, we'll give people the way that they can do that and the price point and everything when we continue. Uh, Cruise and Tours here with us. Uh, Charles Kroll, appreciate it. Travelwithleland.com is where the information is. We'll continue in just a minute. 630 KHAL, Denver Stock Station. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.